Hello and welcome to Naked and a Little Bit Afraid with Mel and Kay. Join us as we peel back the layers into a space of vulnerability, unscripted, unfiltered, 100% us, fully clothed. Oh, oh yeah. Today. And- oh, what are you going to say? Nope, you go. Okay. Today we have a very special guest. He's handsome. You've heard about him every single episode, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, Ryan. Ooh, he does exist. Hello. <laughs> I'm Mel's Canadian boyfriend. Mel's Canadian boyfriend. Oh, well, modern family. Modern family reference for anybody that's a fan. Yeah. You ought to get close to the no, mic. I'm not. You do? Are the sound just Everybody always good? talks about how loud my voice is. I'm sure we'll be fine. No. Okay. I'm running this ship. Fine. There. Okay. Anyways. Hello. Um, Ryan was originally going to come on because Kaylin was dying of the strep throat. But mm-hmm. she made a miraculous recovery and just looks rejuvenated today. Yeah. So then uh, Mel in- invited me to be a third wheel. And I'm so excited. I've got to watch them eat sushi. And now I'm <laughs> crashing their date. <laughs> Romance. Um, so, Ryan. Yes. <laughs> this episode's going to be about what it's like to live with me. Kaylin has some questions too for you. So be nice. I'm sitting right next to you, but this is also, can I just remind you that this is a hundred percent all about authenticity. (laughs) So don't hold back. (laughs) We got a new couch so you can sleep on it later. So yeah, my shoes there. We'll be fine. Okay. So Kaylin, you had a great, you wanted to ask, Can you explain in your own words, like when we met, the whole scenario? I've told Kaylin a million times, and I think I make it probably sound more magical than it is. But do you even remember, Kaylin? Do you want to piggyback on that a little bit? Or yes, I would love to know, like, yeah, how you guys met. I remember the engagement story, and that—that's that's a pretty, yeah, that's a good one. Okay, hold on. I at first. I, I think before I dive into my version of the story, I'd like to hear what you know of the story so that I can tell you all the factual errors <laughs> that Mel has crafted and uh, misled you on. Nope. No. That's... This, is, this is your time to shine. Hard no on that? The listeners have heard enough of Mel and Kay. They would like Ryan. <laughs> okay. So... The first time we met, story goes, um, I was out with uh, a few of my friends. Our hockey season had ended. We were we had a month or two left of school. We were out at um, the pub, like literally two minutes away from our house, drinking away. One of my roommates, uh, his girlfriend at the time, was essentially um, pimping out her friends. So... Earlier on in the day, uh, we were, yeah, just literally checking out uh, profiles on Facebook. And that's, I mean, that is actually how it went down was Mel's profile came up and was like, whoa, hey, hold on now. And we stopped and we went through some Mel pictures on Facebook, as one does in 
whatever that would have been, 2012, 11, something like that. 2011. 2011. There we go. And uh, yeah. And, and so uh, shout out to uh, Alicia Smash, if she's uh, ever going to listen to this. I doubt it. But um, she, oh, whoa, whoa. Well, I apologize. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Hey, well, fair enough. I, I'm sorry if I've offended you. <laughs> I should have scripted this. Anyways, um, yeah, so that's essentially later in the night, uh, uh, Smash made a call, made a phone call, and Drunk Mel walked in, uh, walked in the Geo's doors, and the rest is history, as they say. It was like, I mean, the most romantic first date you could possibly imagine, flowers, fireworks, you know, stuff like that. So we were, both, we were both really drunk. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you cleared the dance floor that night. No, no, no. I was on my best behavior that <laughs> night. I did not clear the dance floor. That's never happened. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's my version now. So what, what's the version that you've heard? Pretty much the exact same thing. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yep. Facts. Yep. It yeah, was a nice profile picture. So that's cool. Well, I got by the profile picture. <laughs> That was like 2011. I'm, I'm deep like that. We get, we, we went into the, you know, I didn't just, just say no at the first profile picture. So <laughs> that goes to show. So you guys went way back because he creeped you hard. <laughs> hard. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I creeped him after too. And he has not changed since he's like 14 years old. <laughs> he just looks the same still to this day. There's literally a picture of me in like bantam hockey so i would have been about 13 years old in it's sitting up in one of the arenas i swear to god yeah you you wouldn't be able to tell the difference if i took a picture if i shaved and took a picture today there'd be no difference wow because you grow such a thick mane yeah that's a problem he looks like a cheap porn star when he grows it out i cannot grow <laughs> facial hair my one and only flaw like penciled in <laughs> fun (laughs) okay all right i like that um and so uh yeah you guys didn't really follow the second rate second date or third date rule did you rule no i i think i know what you're leading to and no we did not mom if you're listening (laughs) that's right you heard that just take that in but you know what? When you know, you just know. I'm just kidding. When the alcohol flows, it flows. <laughs> yes. 100% yes. There's zero judgment here. Yeah, Ryan, then we when we actually went on a real date, he took me to um, Monte Carlo and Camrose. The fanciest restaurant in Camrose. And it was just, you know, those awkward first dates when you're sitting and I were, thought I had a booger in my nose the whole time and he didn't want to eat too much. And we ordered cheese toast. It was literally a piece of Wonder Bread with a craft cheese slice melted on it. And it came to the table. And both of us looked at each other. And we're like, huh. Cool, cool. All right. All right. My Nana used to convince us that it was like magic toast and she'd call it like puffed up cheese and she put it in the oven just like that Wonder Bread slice and then put it on broil. Oh, it was my favorite. Then you would have been all over that cheese. I would have. <laughs> like, hey, this tastes like home. 
one of my roommates in uh, in Camrose, his uh, he used to play hockey on a uh, a reserve, and the uh, the meal of choice for pregame was Pam and cheese. They would spray down a cookie sheet, grate cheddar cheese onto it, and literally bake it into crispy Pam and cheese. So that go. was always a staple around our uh, around our house. Cheese, it's uh, it's a wonderful thing. It is a wonderful thing. All right. So now you guys, I think, okay, so you met, you got busy, you got a call back. <laughs> yes. You went, you went on a real date, ate some puffed up cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, what was the defining moment for you, Ryan? When, when did you know that this is the one that you were going to procreate with? <laughs> Um, I don't have a, I would not say there was a defining moment. It was probably just, uh, some of the parts. Yeah. A lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of good dates and yeah, just, we were hanging out a lot at the time and, and then we ended up going to Europe together. So obviously that was a, that was a big test of, uh, of everything. Once you can well, I of- hope you knew you wanted to be with me because you brought an engagement ring with you. So I don't think it was Europe. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> that's valid. I didn't, I didn't have to use the engagement ring. Oh, oh I mean, we could just in case <laughs> we could have gotten there and then found out that we hated living with each other. I don't know. True, that was the first time we lived together. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, nothing defining. Cool. Did Did you have a moment, Mel? Yes. I'll take the mic. I yeah, I'm really loving this chewing in my ear. <laughs> yeah, I told you we can't eat on the mic. Cheese, oh, <laughs> Ryan. There's an entire plate of cheese. Um, so for me, we had a little mishap the first summer you were gone. And oh. uh, yeah, <laughs> Kayla knows. Let's get into that. I love this. Going into that. Eh? Well, this is when I knew. Okay. Um, long story short. Ryan went to see an ex-girlfriend. I found out through the grapevine, pissed right off. So I just uh, said, don't talk to me for a week. I'll figure out what I'm going to do with you. And he did. He respected my boundaries. And I remember sitting on the back porch with Dina, talking through my stuff. And I'm like, oh, there's something in my gut that's telling me to go back. I'm like, but if I go back, I'm going to say I have to forgive and forget. Oh, but now it's here on the podcast, but <laughs> it's in the me. vault now. Yeah. Good job. There was it. No, I did forgive and forget. I'm bringing it up because it was a defining moment because. No, but it was a pivotal moment, yeah. babe. <laughs> and finally, I just was looking, I was, looked at Dean. I was like, no, he's got to be in my life. I meant to be with him. I don't know why but I can feel it in my gut and in my heart that I am meant to be with him. And so then he came for a party and he's like, Oh, you want to come to the party? I'm like, no, I don't want to come to the party. Like we haven't talked yet. He's like, Hey, I'll come to your house. It was a village people themed party. And he walked in with ripped cut off like jean shorts. 
I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> and like a ripped cowboy shirt. But even though he looked like such a doofus, the minute he walked in the door, like butterflies just flew in my stomach and my heart just felt so happy despite everything that happened and you looking like an absolute buffoon. Yeah. And from that moment, I was like, I'm meant to be with this man. The village people party. You've walked into my house. He also, one time I was working nights or evenings. It was like, or days. No. And he came in, it was like 3 a.m. And the lights were off. He stumbled in down the stairs. He's like, okay, don't be mad. He turns the light on. Just the most disgusting mullet they gave him on the golf course. Like. (laughs) Uh, and I didn't you know I wasn't mad I loved you but that was for me like I just knew it just felt in my gut and in my heart and when he walked in looked like a complete ass hat and my heart just burst I'm like oh man he's the one Sid the kid (laughs) I'm meant to marry him that's love that's love (laughs) there you go um what is like what's your favorite thing about mill oh gosh i i mean this is gonna this is gonna sound so cheesy but like there are a ton of things like there there are lots of of favorite things probably if like we are so different like you know i think if you did if you did personality testing if you kind of compared a lot of our qualities like we're very different in a lot of the ways that we fundamentally kind of see the world. And, and the fact, I think that we are able to, yeah, just use that in a good way. And, and for whatever reason, it just works kind of perfectly. I think that's, that's probably the coolest part is yeah, everything, everything is so, so different stuff that you guys have talked about on the podcast. Um, you know, stuff that, that hasn't been yet, but I, yeah, I think that's a really cool, uh, cool aspect of, of sort of what we are. But like me personally, <laughs> I was like, that was a politician answer. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. That, that was, that was a really good answer on like what works well in your guys's relationship. And okay. I'm, it's refreshing to hear that, like, you know, you guys are so opposite, but you guys use each other's strengths. Um, to work well together like your well-oiled team because you both bring different strengths in together that's nice and different qualities but mel is an individual okay what's my favorite quality of hers um god it, it it's the motherhood aspect it's the the nurturing caring um you know, I can remember when she was working pediatrics and the first time we ever talked about having kids and do you want to have kids and midgets? Do you want to have midgets? midgets. Um, what, could you, could you ever, yeah, you can't say that anymore. Damn it. <laughs> Sorry if I get this thing canceled right <laughs> off the bat here, but um, that was, yeah, that was kind of the, the first conversations that we had and, and learning about like, yeah, how much she, um, how much she loves kids and, and nurturing and that kind of thing. And I mean, this, we could probably get into how Freudian this is, but um, 
you know, my mom was obviously a huge, huge part of my life and, and stay at home mom. And, you know, I had a, an unbelievably good relationship with, with my mom. And so I think that, that quality, that, that motherhood quality was, was, you know, definitely something that I was very drawn to kind of right off the bat. Awesome. I thought you were going to say my butt. Oh, okay. Well, you know what I mean. yeah. that's your assets. Oh. <laughs> very good. Um, you get over there? Yeah, I'm okay. I just, um, I just think, okay, because how long have you guys been together for? 2011. So, yeah. 13, 12 years. Yeah. And I don't know, the way that Mel talks about you, it's just like she's talking about a friggin' high school crush still. Like, the way that she just lights up, like, this woman is just insanely madly in love with you even after this long so you're doing something right <laughs> yeah i don't know what it is cause... <laughs> yeah just being you babe yeah well i'm trying it's true i remember walking again with dina hung out with dina a lot but like even walking in a walmart we had been dating for a year and a half now and like watching him, he, I didn't know he was there and he's coming the opposite direction. And Dean is like, why is your face so red? I, it was like, you just seen like a boy you had met for the first time. I do get giddy around you, babe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Let's, uh, before we have to wrap this up, let's get to the nitty gritty. Do you have any questions, Mel? Okay. Well, I mean, you've heard everything. What we are polar opposites and you like, hit the nail on the head. I like things obsessively clean. You can live in a mess. Like I worry about everything. You worry about nothing. (laughs) I plan everything to a T you plan nothing. So what is it like to live with me? Um, I'm calling myself a recovering perfectionist. Like, what is that like for you? Again? I mean, I I think we could probably uh, beat the the Freud aspects of this to death, but you, I mean, there's, there's a lot of qualities that I grew up with in, you know, in my, my mother there. So um, yeah, it, it's not necessarily that crazy for me to be around it and, and to try to kind of understand and empathize with it. I, yeah, I hate it. I hate cleaning up. It's like, Yeah. I can wake up and I could kick my way through garbage to get to the front door. No problem. Uh, you're, we were talking about your downstairs neighbor before we went on here, like him and I would be, you know, buds. Um, Cause yeah, I, I don't have any issues with that whatsoever. So it, it's honestly, um, what's it like to live with you? It, it can get frustrating at times because I, I do want to, throw stuff at you prior to cleaning it but i know that's not going to be productive so i just try to put it away as best i can or hide it under a something else that you're not going to find for long enough to get mad at me so um but again i've i've sort of been playing that game since i was very very young so it's not that difficult to be honest i'm now gonna hide things before i ask you to clean up 
Yeah, but the, he- how, the heavy things. But how there. nice is it to come home to a closet that just looks pristine, babe? Literally gives me no joy. <sighs> like the hats sitting on top of the the thing versus the hats being tidy and organized. Like I get zero, you know, butterfly feeling out of that. Unfortunately, I know I, it's shocking I, to you. But I just want you to tell me how amazing it looks. That's why I've asked you six I times know. since you came home, how I good know. the closet looks. Looks awesome up there. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Validated. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Do you ever fear or do you have a fear? Because uh, one of my biggest fears is pushing my perfectionism or like delivering whatever, handing down my perfectionism to the children, because it's a very exhausting world to live in a perfectionist mind. Do you worry about that? Um, no, no. I, again, I think you're you've been a really good role model for how to deal with it. Um, and again, going back to the fact that it's been in my life for kind of my whole life. Um, it's, it's like anything else. I mean, there's, there's negative aspects to not having that quality. So, you know, you just have to manage it. And, and the fact that you are managing it and you're showing the kids how to deal with it. I, I really don't have any fears. So, yeah, for what it's worth. For what it's worth. Okay. Um, I'm trying to go through all of the episodes. Oh, this is a big one because I want to hear your side of this. And I'm sure the listeners want to hear your side of this. And I want you to be 100% open (laughs) and honest. Delio? Yeah, sure. Okay. What has it been like since we've had Rael and dealing with someone who has a low sex drive? That was drier than the Sahara Desert. <laughs> um, how has it been? Because everyone heard my side of it. Mm-hmm. And I spoke about like, you never made me feel like crap. You never. But how did you feel? Do you feel like, how did you feel through it? How do you feel now? From your just- Yeah. Yeah. Can I just interject here? Because like, I think that we're kind of like, I think that sex is a very natural part of life and it is one of our, our basic needs. And so like, I think, you know, it's hard for you. I mean, I can't speak for you, but like, we all have that kind of sex drive unless you don't. And, and I think, yeah, I think we just need to hear that other side of it. Totally. it's yeah. I mean, it, it's tough. It's it's there's not really a word for it because it as much as it sucks, you I think or I do anyways. Get it? I understand it. Like there's you know I can rationalize in my mind what's going on. Like it's not a um it's it there, there's a direct correlation with what happened and and you know and there's a causation it's not again you're not really having to dig too deep into things to understand what's going on there but i mean obviously there's just there's days where it creeps in and it's like oh my god like am i doing something wrong is there is there a problem is there is there something fundamentally that I, but again it it does not take when it's when it's so crystal clear what's happening and um and and i'm you know, from a rationality standpoint, I think I 
do a pretty good job of, of being able to rationalize things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, you know, for me, it's those, those are pretty fleeting thought kind of patterns that, that creep in and then you just sort of get over it and, and, and that's okay. And, but, um, but I can definitely see how, you know, if, if you're, if you're feeling, if you're in, in the spot and, and you don't rationalize things um, quickly, if it takes you a time to, to really process that and rationalize that, I can see how that, that would be extremely difficult, extremely painful because I mean, yeah, it's like you literally are just kind of turning the taps off. You go from like this insane, not only sex drive, but like you're trying to have a kid. And so like, you're like getting after it. And, and then all of a sudden you're not. And it's, yeah, I mean, it, it, from an extremely like basic kind of animal instinct type of thing, it sucks, but yeah, I like turn your human brain on for two seconds and you're like, yeah, this, this is pretty logical. Like I'm, I'm not, uh, <laughs> it'd be insane to think that nothing is going to change when you grow a human inside of you. Right. So, um, so you just got to balance that. And I think that's, um, it, there, there's tough days or not even days, tough moments, but yeah, again, just kind of got to turn the human brain back on and think it through. So, yeah. Yeah. He really doesn't want to test out that new couch. <laughs> well, we tried to cuddle on it. It's not a cuddling couch. Yeah, oh boy. Trust me, I'd fall asleep on it no problem. I'm not <laughs> I'm not afraid of the couch. Sleeping on in and in awkward positions is a very 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 high skill uh, set of mine, so. <laughs> diddling on the couch. I could, well, that's a skill set too. <laughs> you guys are going to break that couch in tonight. <laughs> uh, I wasn't not trying before this podcast, but <laughs> oh my! I knew there was a certain but, glow. So we're eating sushi right now, as Kaylin said, and she's like, "I'm pretty sure sushi's an aphrodisiac." Before we went on, and can you please tell everyone what you said? I said, statistically speaking, in our house, it's not. So <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I love that answer though, Ryan. Um, not about the sushi, about <laughs> <laughs> the sex. Um, and I think like why your guys' relationship is so strong, not that I'm a relationship expert by any means, but um, is because you have that strong communication. Like um, you were both able to be open and honest with each other throughout your entire relationship. So um, I think it's easy for our brains to go to taking everything so personally and um, yours did, for a quick second then you're like wait a minute no I can rationalize this I can see why these things would be coming up like she literally just grew a human inside of her things are going to change and you know even though my brain's trying to make me take this personally it really I don't need to like I I know exactly yeah no and that's that's with a lot of things, obviously once once you have kids I mean there's there's a lot of aspects of of I think life where you feel like, oh man, like, you know, is, is there a problem? Am I a problem? Is something going wrong here? Like, are we, are we doing this wrong? And that can be from anything, I think from raising the kids to like, yeah, just there was a day last week. I think we're like, we may not have even actually said a a word to each other. Like we texted throughout the day, 
but like we kind of crossed paths on the way you had to leave teach class and it was like yeah i laid down in bed it's kind of like i don't know that i like i'm gonna fall asleep here and mel's not home yet and uh we're probably gonna have gone through uh whatever it is 24 hours without actually physically saying a word to each other and again that's kind of a a weird feeling and then you you rationalize it a little bit and you sit down and you kind of think for two seconds and you're like yeah you know what here's what happened I don't think we were mad at each other, but we weren't exactly like, you know, dying to just jump into each other's arms when the door swung open either. Yeah, it was, it was a couple of days ago. You were pissed at me for something. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Anyways, it was like so petty and, and just like, yeah. And not, and, and again, not pissed, but just like, yeah, I came home. It's just like, hey, babe, hey, babe. <laughs> So anyways, it was, that's probably what I got that the whole day. I probably got a, Hey babe. And then like, Hey, I got to go by. And, and anyways, but, um, but, but that happens. And I think you, you know, there, there, there is a lot of rationalization with when kids come into it, where you have to, you know, remember that. Um, and, and this, I think where, where a lot of people talk about how it's work, right? Like it, you, you do have to work at it because a lot of this is rationalization. A lot of it is forcing yourselves to get back out and get kind of, make sure that you can still have conversations. We, we talked about this. We went to Banff. What was that now? Like a month ago, probably God, that happened fast. Anyways, um, we went to Banff about a month ago and just, just the two of us finally, you know, nailed down some babysitters and got the kids, uh, got the kids set up and, and just went to Banff. And it was like, yeah, we still can have a conversation. Yeah. We are still able to kind of, you know, actually enjoy just one another's company and, and, you know, it doesn't have to be forced. It does, we didn't do anything. We just like literally laid it around in the, in the hotel room. We were like, how oh, should we go skiing? No, you know what? We just want to do nothing. And, and that was cool. And it was fun and it was enjoyable and, and stuff like that. I think is really important too to, to bring your, your head back to the right space to just say like, yep, yeah, Hey, everything's good. Some days are going to be weird because that's just the way shit goes. Right. So. Well, I think too, for us, um, like we went from our schedule. So when I nursed at um, the cancer center, we both worked Monday to fr- like when you worked, I worked yeah. when we were home, I was home. Say la vie. Then I became stay at home mom and the panorama ding dong hit and I never left. Yeah. So then I was home all the time. So you went to work and came home, but I was always home. And then when things opened up and then I started the movement and started going to retreats like that also did a shift. Cause now when you were working, I was home. When you came home, we basically like take teamed high five Kate. Now you're on duty with the kids and I'm going to work. And then maybe you'll be awake when I get home. So there's just been this last year we're trying to figure out how, and I mean, the movement's growing, which means I'm gone more. So it's just finding that balance. And so like Banff was good. Like date, I always found it cliche when people would say, oh, date your spouse. But honestly, you have to date your spouse. Yep. Yeah. Like, even if it's simple as like, we planned a date night to record a podcast and order sushi, but we're putting in the work. And like Kaylin. Yeah. And our third <laughs> wheel. Um, and to know it's not always going to be perfect. And we have a plan. Yes. Like we've always had a plan. Yeah. When we met, we had a plan, like within what the first year, we kind of knew a plan of, Hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get married. 
I made an addendum to the plan. Hence, Rael entered our life in 2015. But but we've always had a plan. Buy a townhouse, live in that for a bit, rent. Like there's always been a plan as well for us. Mm -hmm. And You, you guys are both chasing your own dreams and have different dreams but the same goal like you guys both know you're both moving in the same direction and that's pretty cool too so you both have that independence to do what you need to do and then work together to accomplish lots of amazing shit totally yep does that sound right yeah yeah no i think and, and you kind of mentioned it earlier, like the communication is, is just huge. I mean, I think that's one thing that we've, like we were doing it, but we learned how important it is by kind of watching other relationships, other people, other, other situations at work at, you know, lots of different things. Um, you know, I have the privilege of seeing, uh, 40 ish grown men every day. Um, and, and there's constant communication problems all the way through our organization. And it really makes you appreciate that, how important that is. Right. And, uh, um, I think that's something that, yeah, we've been really lucky to just kind of, it's always just come pretty easy for us. So that helps. Yeah. And you put me in my place. Yes. Ryan's not scared to tell me that I'm being ridiculous because folks, I can be ridiculous. I know that's hard to believe, but often, often, (laughs) I didn't think that much, but all right, (laughs) but you deliver it very well. It's one thing I admire about Ryan is a, he don't, he don't give a shit what other people think. He is just a hundred percent him in every essence. And you like conflict does not scare you like at all. I it just floors me because I am a recovering also people pleaser. So conflict is a lot. Like I have to work myself up to confront someone. You're like, no, something needs to be done. Boom. Done. Like, mm-hmm. That's insane. But that also comes from your mom as yes. well. Yes. And that's practiced. Cause yeah. I used to cringe when she used to approach people in the mall and ask for her ripped pants to get returned and crap like that. Yeah, his mom, Ryan, just a little story about her. Um, Ryan ripped a pair of corduroy jeans. Yes. He had a pair of cords that he loved so much when we were dating. On the dance and when he ripped them on the dance floor, I was thoroughly excited when I saw the rip. <laughs> and so he showed his mom. And no, no, no. Oh. They were in the garbage. Oh, yes. Can. Okay. You tell the story. Okay. okay. All right. They were in the garbage. The corduroys. Can. I, I, had you know like the tiny little garbage can that you do in college in your bedroom i threw my corduroys in that garbage can again just too lazy to take them out to a normal size garbage can and not minding living in utter filth uh so i don't know how long they were in there probably was a month or so and my mom came to visit and saw the corduroys in the garbage can went whoa what's going on here what's wrong with these i was like mom I, i ripped i tore the crotch out on the dance floor doing something so dumb anyways so she's like whoa hold on like you're just gonna throw them away i was like um yeah she's like no 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 no. i'll return them it's like no mom you're not returning these quarters yep yeah i'm returning them so she goes where did you get them or where did yeah where did you buy them? sears i bought them at sears for the love of god mom don't return them. like so dumb 
Anyways, two weeks later, she comes back, brand new set of cords, puts them on, like gives them to me. Goes, you got these at Hudson's Bay, right? Like, uh, like, uh. so she took the pants <laughs> to the wrong place. Yeah, with the crotch fully ripped. Oh yeah. And return them. Yeah, at the wrong store. Yeah, at the wrong wrong store. I never had the privilege of knowing Christine. It's okay if I say Yeah, yeah. So Ryan's mom has frontotemporal lobe dementia, and she's in a home. Um, But I never had the privilege of knowing Christine. Um, I just only know her through stories. Her and I, I feel like would have been like BFFs, though, dancing on speakers together. Like she probably would have took the movement to Calgary for all I know, but, um, <laughs> the stories that Christine, like of Christine are epic. Yeah. Oh yeah. She, she was one heck of a human. Yeah. Yeah. She partied. She partied. The amount of cord- corduroy. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of corduroy in our family. <laughs> I have a lot of corduroy photos from when I was around like eight to 10 years old too. A lot of corduroy, like jackets and shit. It was, it was bad. Oh my god! Love it. Anyways, so confrontation. Yes, another Christine. She was was good at confrontation. Very, Mm -hmm. very good. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Cool. Okay, one more question. It's gonna make you. I don't know. Do you get uncomfortable? Right. No. No. No, we'll be good. I mean, like I'm treading lightly on this one. I don't know. Go nuts. No, just do it. He doesn't get uncomfortable. If you make him uncomfortable, you'll be the first person that does it. Woohoo. All right. So um Mel, we we know um her favorite. Uh, yes. Yeah. I good, good, good. <laughs> I was gonna ask that anyway. So good for you, Kaylin. Do you know where this is going? I have a good sense where this is going, but yes, carry on. Before you segue into that though, okay. If we're gonna talk about sexy sex and things. How impressed were you that women had three holes? I mean, I honestly, I don't remember that. You don't? No. So like as much as it was impactful for you, I, I actually cannot, my recollection, no recollection of that whatsoever. So I'm sorry. Well, okay. Anyways. But were you sure? I feel like you're not alone in that. A lot of. it's just a it's a lot of men don't know a lot of things about the female body because they've never had the chance to learn and it's just we know just ask us (laughs) oh okay (laughs) like i've been with a handful of men they don't know everything i'll tell you (laughs) not for free (laughs) okay now you can ask your question all right go ahead i'm really all right ryan favorite sex position well i want to start by saying that uh i was confronted by my sister-in-law thank you very much uh after the episode that you guys did and or i think her exact words were ah, i heard what you guys' favorite sex position is so that was uh that was awesome but i mean i will say my sister-in-law it's probably not the first time we've had a sex chat oh, so she saw you make it a couple of times yeah <laughs> so what are you guys doing over there no, no. it's not like that unintentional yeah it was a, a drunk night and ryan was changing in my bedroom my sister lived with me right and she ran in Is that how that went down yeah she That's ran awesome. in and ryan was buck naked like and he just stood by the door and she turned around and well there it was <laughs> did she walk up to you and high five you mel 
(laughs) (laughs) No, she, I don't really recall what happened after that. That can't be a good sign. (laughs) It's okay. Okay. All right. So, so, um, okay. First of all, were you shocked with Mel's answer or did, were you pretty? Okay. I mean, I'm in there too. Like (laughs) I've got a pretty good sense of what's going on. Hey babe, flip me over. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm on it. (laughs) I had a pretty good idea idea that was coming. You got it. Okay. Um, so no, no shockers there. Um, yeah, on it. Like favorites. I'm, I'm just happy we're doing it. Like, honestly, (laughs) and I'm uh, honestly, yeah, no, there, I would not even actually say like, I do enjoy flipping her over and doing finishing that way. Um, but yeah, her on top. Excellent. Good old fashioned missionary. Excellent. Kiss, kisses on the forehead. I mean, those are the best I'm fucking with you now, but no, um, yeah um what else we haven't really gotten we're tricky it's tricky yeah i know it's been it's been tough i'm i'm trying to think back like seven and a half ish years ago (laughs) when we were really getting dicey with it if there was anything that sticks out but yeah the hot tub was good enjoyed that oh my god (laughs) oh yeah you went in that thing didn't you no i have not yet good well Oh, and now everyone. <laughs> Fair warning. It's been cleaned. Yeah, our neighbors don't have a good setup either, unfortunately. <laughs> so that's always a little. Your what? Our neighbors don't have the best blind setup, so ah. we're always a little concerned. But oh, they're so uh, sweet. Yeah, they're the best. So I think they're definitely not going to listen to this. I hate to break it to you. No, I know that. No, they won't. That's probably for the best. Yeah. No. You're no. just happy we're doing it. Pretty much, yeah. Right there. There we go. Perfect. Any follow-ups on that one? No, I got nothing. I mean, that was all you. You know what mine is. Yeah, I got a pretty good idea. Yeah. No. Kaylin, I was going to ask that question anyway, so that was one of mine. Nice. I love it. Um, okay. Final thoughts. Brian? Nope. No, I don't have final thoughts. I, I, this is final thoughts on you. No, I'm here to answer questions. I don't do final thoughts. Okay, let's answer. Okay, let's introduce our new segment here. Yes, and Ryan's going to be a part of it. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Quickly. <laughs> you have segments? Yeah, we're starting a whole bunch of new things. Oh. Yeah. Do, you um, do you need a sponsor? Yeah, yeah you want to sponsor us? Maybe. RMS? Um, I do think final thoughts, like, uh, I had something in that I forgot. This is typical Melanie. Um, just in regards to relationships, I mean, I don't want to toot our own horn, but I think we got a pretty solid one. But I think like the big thing with relationships—that's good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but uh, for relationships, I think to sum it up, date your partner. Don't forget to laugh at one another um, and communication. 
Is this the segment? Are we in, are no, we in the segment? Right no, now? we're not oh, in the segment. Okay. I'm just trying to sum up. She asked you to sum up. You said, no, that's not what I'm here for. So I'm trying to do it. I, <laughs> I thought there was a segment coming. Yeah, there is a segment oh. coming. All right. Sorry. Okay. What's the segment? I don't know. We're gonna find out. <laughs> He's okay, just real me. excited about it. He wants to know the segment. Just okay. marry your best friend. Do life with your best friend. Don't settle for anything less. Mm-hmm. And also what I just love about your guys' relationship is like nothing was picture perfect or, and not very much of it made sense, but it was exactly what it needed to be. So I think right now with social media and like Tinder and all of the things, like people are just so um, disposable that it's like, unless they like check every single box, they're not you don't stick with them and you guys literally met in a pub and you're living your best life and I just I love that I love that you guys just figured it out as you went and you're like yep this is my person let's do it so it's refreshing um you're welcome one last thing can you quickly sum up your engagement story because I just really love it (laughs) Mel, you take this one. I don't even want to. This. I, no, I've only heard Mel's side of it. I want to hear. I'm very theatrical. I mean, so Mel's side of it is spot on. Like it's there's only one way to tell this okay. dumbass story. So okay, Ryan, <laughs> God, come on. I I can tell it. That's fine. So okay. Picture this. Picture this. We're in Germany. I had had I signed a contract? No, no. You signed when I asked okay, you. so your plan was to my, ask me when we, you signed. Right, my plan was to ask you when things when we had found out where we were going to be and all this sort of stuff. You had to come back to Calgary for two weddings, which is insane. So about a month, you were going to be gone. So we were in Frankfurt the night before you were set to leave. Can you, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. So the Ryan. night the night before we went to Frankfurt, my or Ryan wanted to call my parents to ask their permission, but he needed me out of the room. So he told my sister that she had to call me. My sister's like, well, I don't know how I'm going to get Melanie out of the room. She's like, oh, I know. Hi, Mel, I need to talk about sex. <laughs> <laughs> so she got me out of the room and she was just making up a bunch of garble about sex to keep me out of the room. That's when Ryan asked. Yeah. Yeah, Kristen, Kristen was all in on this. So um, she was a big help all the way through. Just a quick shout out there. So uh, anyways, so we are we are in Frankfurt um, and and she's Mel's about to leave the next day. Um, we kind of know we're going to be apart for like a month and change. Um, yeah, so it's like it's like last night, you know, OK, we're going to go out. We're going to have a really nice supper you know, walk around Frankfurt, kind of taking all the scenes and, and, and then, you know, just make sure that, that uh, we get as much time with one another before she leaves. So it's like, well, fuck. I mean, I, I've got to do it. I have to do it tonight. Like, I mean, it's been everything, the whole, the whole scene of up to that point in Germany with the hockey had been a nightmare. Like um, yeah, just nothing had gone right. A bunch of teams were, were kind of dicking us around anyways long story short we there was there was it had to get done that night so uh we found a sushi place 
sushi apparently is kind of our our thing i found a sushi place thank you yeah we is not in that one so i found a sushi place um five five star google ratings like all the way across very very you know top notch all in german obviously which you know 40 percent reading and we decided to go out so we dressed up like got all dressed up very you know like i'm wearing slacks mel's in a dress we're slacks yes slacks were still a thing barely i was probably a little dating myself anyways too but let's be honest you had your corduroys <laughs> i wish yeah they didn't fit they didn't fit in my bag anyways so we go out this sushi place is like a dive it's good food but there's like one one person table there and it's like a, you go up to the counter you get your sushi you're not supposed to eat it there. You're supposed to take it home. So already I'm, I'm in there. I'm going like, Oh my God, I'm so fucked. Like this is, this is bad. I've got the ring in my pocket and we're in a dive sushi place. And yeah, we, so I don't, I have no idea what the next move is after this. Like now I'm, now I'm completely flying by the seat of my pants and it's just like, okay, well, we're going to, yeah, we'll go for a walk and I'll, I'll find the most romantic place I can and, and do it there. And so we start walking. There's, there is uh, a fairly romantic and nice like walk sort of similar to like walking along the bow river in Calgary um, in, in Frankfurt. So we're kind of walking along nights, well lit up, really nice, but there are tens of thousands of people just like jogging riding their bikes like there's no place to like get down on one knee without getting absolutely steamrolled by somebody so so again just with zero plan and zero really time anymore to to make anything else happen we just kind of like ducked off the the walking path i don't know 10 15 feet onto this like muddy side pathway and yep literally got down on one knee not even on a knee because i did not want to have to wash those pants so i kind of hovered like four to six inches off the mud and uh i have no idea what i said i have no idea what exactly how it went down after that all i remember her was her saying are you sure (laughs) and yeah and i was just kind of like well I think so. Yeah. I, mean, I guess like, yeah, let's, fuck it. let's do it. So, um, and that was, and then, yeah. And then obviously um, after that, it all kind of made sense to her. Cause that was like, Oh, you're being kind of weird. Like what's you've, you've mentioned all these joggers quite a few times. So, so that was, yeah, that was that. And then, uh, then we were engaged and then she left for a month. So not recommended. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, <laughs> and like, I, I wouldn't have asked me to marry you like me. Like I wouldn't have asked me to marry me because I was not a pleasant human. I was getting pretty ticked. Yeah, you were, you were a bag. I, yeah, I was a bag because we got all dressed and I had new shoes on. And then I was trying to hold your damn hand, but you were walking beside me on the side that the ring was in and you wouldn't hold my hand. You kept taking my hand out of your freaking pocket. I'm like, I'm leaving for a month and he's not even holding my hand. And then he's, you're like, oh, let's go down this path. 
just straight mud and I'm trudging through mud in my new shoes. Just an absolute grumpus. Yeah, you were a dick. Yeah. I was. I, You're I, making life any easier. Um, oh, what a story though. Perfectly imperfect, babe. Yeah, I don't know how perfect that was, but yeah. Anyway, so then, and now uh, we're still engaged on Facebook, I think. So. Yeah, we're still engaged on Ryan's Facebook. So hey, it's going good. <laughs> I don't spend a lot of time on Facebook. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah, it is good. Anyways, yeah. So that's that. Is that's that uh, that's the story you've heard as well? Well, I'm more theatrical. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what other details do you know that I don't? No, basically what Mel just said was like, you know, I was just upset because I was leaving and he wouldn't hold my hand and I had blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh my gosh. Women. She left. It's all about them. <laughs> oh, and man. then we call his we dad. Want, we want. And then we call his dad to tell him. And his dad was sitting right beside Ryan because him and his mom were visiting. Right. right beside the whole time he's asking my dad his permission. So we call his dad to tell him, and he's like completely shocked. Ryan's like, Dad, you were sitting right beside me. He's like, Oh, oh. <laughs> he's the best, but he's an idiot. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah yeah so that's an all-timer yep love it okay okay ready yeah roll it out okay new segment q a with mel and k right yeah rapid fire so we had a listener today nope not today don't know what day uh send in a question and the last few minutes of every episode we are going to answer a very random question and the question this week is what is your or who is your first celebrity crush fuck Jessica Simpson. It's got to be Jessica Simpson, I guess. Really? Yeah. Blonde. I know. And yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's a weird follow-up question. Because well, I was, well, yeah. I mean, I was never really into Saved by the Bell or any any of those like other shows. The shows I watch, like Full House, not really much going on there. Yeah. Jessica Simpson. Jessica Simpson. Interesting. I'm gonna get you a pillow made with her face now. No, who's your? But who's your current celebrity crush? Oh, uh, I don't even know her name. The she, Italian chef. She's the Italian chef. Yeah, we'll Google her. Because when we got huge crush, don't even know her name. We went <laughs> when we went went to Vegas after we got married. Her face was like in the I think the taxi or something. It was, yeah. Anyways, Italian yeah. female. Yeah. Do you have to put a few? Well, yeah, because she's the first one that pops up. There you go. Giada De Laurentiis. That's how. I Look her this way. Let me see. Oh, you're silly. No, can't see her. That's fine. Anyways, man. Screenshot. There you go. All right, tell me yours now, so I can act all shocked and appalled. Okay. Yeah. No, my first crush. I had a couple. So I was the chick with like posters all around my room. Um, JTT, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh man, 
Me too, actually. You love JTT too? Oh, yeah. Huge crush. Are you kidding me? He was. He's he, a man. He was a sexy teen. Anyways, sorry. And then uh, Justin Timberlake. Like, ugh. But I never had a crush on a Backstreet Boy, though. No, but JTT, um, Justin Timberlake, and then what? Justin Timberlake's fine, but Jessica Simpson is weird. They're the same person. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't pin you. Yeah, I guess Justin, he's blonde too. <laughs> blonde Mel? Yeah, that. And then, oof. Yeah. Are we going to do now too? Mm-hmm. Why not? Because we asked. Um, I've got to say... I've got a couple. Daniel Craig. I don't know what it is about him, but James Bond, Daniel Craig. Somebody on Love is Blind. No, no. Someone on Love is Blind. No. And uh, Ryan Reynolds is pretty sexy. He's just dirty. <laughs> he's just got, yeah, yeah, like, just, I don't know. Like, you know, when he speaks dirty, he's just dirty. You know, when he speaks vulgar, no. Okay. Well, that's just me. Okay. <laughs> no, I think, I think, uh, I have, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. He's, I think he's a genuine human too. Yeah. Yeah. He seems yeah. to care about people. Am I wrong? What? Like, he just seems really caring. Mm-hmm. You look like you're lost right now. Like, I mean, I'm sure he's very caring. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He seems like a decent human. Yeah, wants to buy the auto senators, so I'm rooting for him. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's working on it. There you go. Okay, Kay. Learn something new every day. Who are your crushes? Uh, so I was, yeah, you go. Uh, so, um, who are, okay, first one, John Travolta, hardcore. Like, my God, when I saw him in Greece, I'm like, that is the man for me why i don't know but like i would reenact greece all day long like that was my bedtime show john travolta yep not now let's be clear yeah i mean hey me too (laughs) (laughs) like you know i just something about a man that can dance you know and he had like that like that tough guy side to him, but he was actually also soft and eh. terrible at baseball though. Yeah. Yeah. He was and boxing and all of the things. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And maybe it was like that bad boy attitude, you know, and maybe it was like, that's probably where all of my relationships issues stemmed from was because I'm like, I can be Sandy. I can be the one that changes a man. (laughs) Now we have solved my freaking relationship problem. Stems back to Greece. <laughs> Thank you, Greece. Good gracious. Yeah. Anyways, um, and then I went through a huge oof, um, drawer butler phase. Like, goddamn, I don't know. Now I'm out of it because I heard he was an asshole, and um. I love that guy on Grey's Anatomy, Avery, that dude with the blue eyes and his dark. Comp- what the hell is that guy's name? Yeah. I'll look at it. Yeah. Um, and then my latest is I don't care. Like, um, I've been trying to get 
um, Matthew McConaughey's book. I haven't listened to it yet, but everyone's told me that I should. And I've listened to a few of like um, where he's been on podcasts. His voice brings me some inner peace. Like, I'm, I don't know. I'm crushing so hard on Matthew McConaughey right now. <laughs> really? Yes. Just his so- voice or his like... Uh, I mean, his, like... Are his sons of age yet? Gosh, no. They're, like, our kids' age. No, that's... Matthew McConaughey is 53. How old are his kids? Young. Um, Yes, they're young. At least 50. One of them is at least 50. Want to put a bet on it? What are we betting? I don't care. Okay. No, they're young. Here we go. Are your bets in? He's got, he's got three kids. Youngest is 10, 13, and 14. Ooh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> One year under the wire. Woo! I was going to say 14, too. Son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. They're okay. Our kids' age? I thought they were our kids' age. And his name is Dr. Jackson Avery. Jesse Williams is the actor. Jesse Williams. Ooh. yeah he's smoking yeah those eyes okay i gotta get off google we gotta end <laughs> this podcast i got a hot date with uh, jesse williams <laughs> you know what's funny though is i find ryan unbelievably handsome and attractive i do not find Sidney crosby attractive and if you know ryan everyone says he looks like sid the kid avery even looked at a picture once in tim hortons and thought it was ryan <laughs> Oh my gosh. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't see it. Like I can see it, but I find you very handsome. Said the kid, no. Well, one boy's great mysteries, I guess, huh? It is a mystery. I'm a very like personality kind of person. So it's hard for me to have crushes on people. (laughs) I don't actually know how they are in real life. Just your cross to bear, I guess, eh? I guess. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, well, super special. Thank you, Ryan. It was nice to get your perspective on things. Um, you're the most talked about thing in this podcast. So <laughs> I'm glad we could put a voice to the name. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Okay, Mel, take it away. Thanks for stripping with us. Stay weird. Yeah.